Recorded live. Is it to uh, wake up? Time to wake up the sleeping giants that we have a better understanding of the word of God. We have to prepare ourselves to know the truth of living God and what he's saying to the people today in the word of God. So today, as I, I, I always start out, I just keep putting the words out there that we mostly use because sometimes new people coming on and have came on late and don't have the meaning. So I start out once again with meaning of some words. I try to add on maybe one or more words that you have an understanding. They're coming out of concordance, Bible. Justification means not guilty. Christ means one who's anointed. Then means missing a mark. Save means liberated, stand alright. Salvation means get your life right. Set yourself free. Repent means to stop thinking the way you used to think. Righteousness means stand up for what is right, be right and do right. Gentiles means you are nothing, you are sin. Samaritans are mixed people. Bible means little book. Adam means mankind. Israel means the first one who visits. It is not a nation. Also, kingdom means the ruler, the dominion, empire, a reign, and a royal. Something rules. Means royal domain in the state or the ruler of the country. That's what kingdom means. Now to give you certain words so you'll have a better understanding of them. Holy, a saint, holy one, an angel, a sanctuary, sacred person, uh, a male devotee, uh, adulty, commonite, or king, a consecrated thing or a place, a palace, a sanctuary. That's what uh, holy means, is to be set apart, the holy place. You have to know certain words, heaven, uh, idea, elevation, the sky, God sent to heaven as the fold of God, ear, a sky. To be lofty, the sky as a loft, the loin, the visible, and rich, in which the clouds move, as well as to the highest ether, when the celestial bodies reveal air, astrology, heaven. So we have different words, some according to the Hebrew and some according to the Greek, but each have their different meanings. So we have thought and gave some meanings. I hope you get a better understanding, but you can go back over it in your leisure. I would like this evening to go into, if you have enough people, to go into scripture, and I would like certain persons, if they would, read uh, the chapters that I'm going to give out, reading from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We are coming into up to in Revelation, in the uh, Resurrection, next Sunday, they say Easter, some say Resurrection, 
but I just want to see the con- contrast between of the story of the resurrection story. So I'm asking if anybody online but able would like to read from me. The first one, the first book will be Matthew, the 28th chapter. Anybody online would like to read that? Nobody, nobody on here, but one more person they ain't saying nothing. Oh, All right, I get my Bible now. Yeah, and this would be afraid. That's why we're on here for each one to learn from one another. And that's how you do it. I'm trying to go out there and hold it up the backboard of the back. Or where the things and have a uh, uh, finally divide the word, the knowledge of the word and the understanding. They have a better understanding of the word. If you say the Bible, the book, uh, the manuscripts, the scriptures, that they get to have a better understanding of it. And realize also that it's being religion. Religion is man made. When it's man made, man can things. They just said that Jeremiah 8 and 8, they said the pen. So you have to realize when you're reading the word of God or the Bible, um, whoever, how you put it, that it's still written by man. And man makes things and they could ask things. So just want to get a better understanding, not taking anyone from knowing there's a God. But you know there's a God that has to be a God that created everything. Created you and I, so and no things beforehand. So we know that God just understand that this is in religion, how things get set up, how the Bible was Bible was put together, not take away from knowing the knowing God. Uh could you read um twenty eight, one to ten? Oh, you you want me to read it now? Okay, I'm going to start at the 45th verse. Now from the sixth hour, which was dark, over the land. In the ninth hour, above the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, the Lamb of the Sabbath, and that is saved by God, my God. Why thou forsaken me? And people don't understand. He he cry out. He didn't want to die, but he knew he had to die. And that's why he cry out. He lied. He lied. So we 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 have to understand that. But he said, nevertheless, I will go true. How many of you think on this chat line or anyway but have to die and, and willing to give up the goal for everybody on the earth? You ain't find nobody to do that. Nobody but him. 
And so that's what we have to we have to realize what's going on. But he laid down, he knows the thing in the back up. You ain't gonna do that. I don't care how much you say you love God, you ain't gonna give up your life for for you 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 uh nobody else life. No one else would do that. Especially a stranger. So we have to wait after. Well, we say that, but if you look at sometime on the news or read the news, we have find someone that helped a stranger uh from a bullet, from being beaten, from being shot, from being molested, raped. We do have people, and they have lost their life saving somebody else's life. So sometimes we're getting to say things that other people say, but knowing in some way it's, it's just um, a thing. But there are people that have given up their life. He just uh, celebrated Martin Luther King, and he did give up his life, a young life, for his people, that he didn't have to die, but he was used by God at such a time as that time for the people that we have better, a better life, a better way of living, that he was willing to go to the mountaintop to be with God for his people, but if you see Still, the state that we in now, even though he lost his life young, stay around in his 30s, he kept around around the same age, same Jesus, 33, but he uh, came back in his ministry. He didn't live long. He lost his life dying for change The people which then they missed the mark that the people keep missing the way of God, keep missing the will of God, keep missing doing what God has called them to do. And he became willingly to come here to teach the people and tell the people and try to show the people the way of God and that and the way that you're living is not the way of God. Well, how you're doing things is not the will of God and that it shouldn't be done. You know, so we cannot much say, but we, but we be saying it, that they're not willing, everybody is not willing to give up their life to somebody, especially if they don't know them. And they really don't give up their life, but you have some. Me, myself, I said, I say I'm not willing to die for somebody else, for these people, because they get so disobedient. But who knows when that spirit comes upon you, that you're willing to do that. You know, when you see something in that spirit, there's something within you that makes you move and you don't know why you, you have done what you did, you laid on. When you go over it, it was no, it was not you. It was the God in you that took you to do that. So you uh, have to look at it that way. But what I was uh, going over trying to show in the Word of God, saying that the four scriptures, Matthew 28, 1 and 10, and Mark 16, 1 and 8, Luke 24, 1 to 12, and John 20, 1 to 18. Uh, and also you can look at Luke 
one angel in Matthew 28, 1 and 10, telling them that Jesus had told them before that you want to meet me in Galilee. And so he was giving them the, the message. He was letting them know that God, Jesus had told you where to meet him, so go and meet him there. We are going to, I'm going to Mark, the 16th chapter, verses 1 and 8. And it says, And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, which are the first, in the first, um, um, first when it said, at the end of the Sabbath, at the beginning, on the first day, we came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Now, you have Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. But in 16, it said, when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Solomon, had brought three spices. Now, the mother of James is with Mary and Mary Magdalene, that they might come and anoint them. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulchre as the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entered to the sepulchre, there was a young man. Now it's a young man, not an angel, sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were the frightened. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye see Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they had laid him. But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter now that goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for the timber was amazed. Even said they anything to any man, for they was afraid. So now in, in Mark and his writing, you add the mother of James and Solomon. And say here, now it wasn't an angel, it was a young man that was sitting on the right side, clothed in long white garments. And he also said gave the same message. Tell his disciples, but this time not only disciples, but Peter, that goes for you in Galilee, there you shall see him. As he said unto you, Jesus told him to meet them when he had private meetings, secret meetings, what was told to them. The meeting in Galilee. I'm going to go to Luke 24. 24. Uh, one to twelve. Now, upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulchre bringing the spices, which they had prepared and certain others with them. Now, we open up with this one here. and give you the first day of the week, early in the morning, but in fact, now they have not given you any names, and they say certain other ones, certain other ones, no names. And it said, and they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. And they entered into and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass that they were much perplexed. Thereabout, behold, two men now, 
uh, the one with the angel and, and Matthew and Luke is a young man now at, I uh, mean, in, um, and Mark, a young man now in Luke, he find a two men stood by them and shining God. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee? So he was they were saying to them, Remember when Jesus had spoken to y'all and what he said to y'all in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered in the hands of sinful man and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remember his words and returned from the sepulchre and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now they say it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and other women that were with them which told these things unto the apostles. Now they change around, now in the 10th verse, now they tell you who was there, who these two men spoke to in the 10th verse. And their words seemed to choose them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then, then rose Peter and ran into the sepulchre, and stopping, stooping down, he beheld the linen cloth made by himself and departed, one in himself after that which was from the past. So we see here now in Luke is two men, but they're not speaking on that Jesus told them to meet him in Galilee. But he's saying to them, remember how he spoke unto you when he was in Galilee. So we'll see the difference. Now we're going to look at John 20, John 21 to 18. Okay. Now, we have here the first day of the week comes Mary Magdalene early. Now, Mary by herself. That's Mary Magdalene. Then it was yet dark until the sepulchre, and she is the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and to the other disciples, which they don't give no name, they're saying, Whom Jesus loved, and said unto them, There was Mary there first, and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth and that other disciple and came to the sepulchre. Still not saying who this other disciple is. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulchre. And he stooping down and looking, saw the linen cloth lying, yet when he not in. He didn't go in, but he saw the linen cloth. Then comes Simon Peter, followed him, and went into the sepulchre and seized the linen cloth lie and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen cloth, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went into another, and then went also that other disciple, which don't have no name, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. But yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. The dead. They're saying that they didn't know that this was going to take place. Then the disciples went away again into their own home. But Mary stood without, without at the sepulchre, weeping, 
And as she went, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre and see now two angels. Now we got again two angels. Now before was one angel, young man, two men. Now we have two angels in white city. The one at the head and the other at the feet where the body Jesus had laid. Which I say when we say, we say with the angels, they are messengers that brings a message. And they said unto her, woman, why weepest thou? He said it unto them, because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and saw Jesus standing and knew not that it was Jesus. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou whom seekest thou? And she supposed him to be the gardener, said unto him, Sir, if thou hast borne him hence, tell me where thou hast made him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said unto her, Mary, she turned herself and said unto him, Rebona, which is to say, Master. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren, brethren, and say unto them, I ascended to my father and your father, and to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things to her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were sitting for the fear of the Jews. No, that's not right there. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things. What I'm just trying to show you is that we have to read with a better understanding and get knowledge. When we look at these four Gospels, between Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, is according to the time it was written and who they was writing to. So we'll see in Matthew, as I said, Matthew, you see one angel. And Luke, now there's a young man, and, 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 um, and, the, and then Matthew is one angel, and Mark, a young man, Luke is two men, and John is an angel. Down in, in Matthew, they say, meet me in Galilee, and Matthew, and Mark, but another, it says, well, that was what uh, he had told you in Galilee. But in here, they really don't talk about Galilee. That's why you have to really study the word of God to get a better understanding of the word of God. Also, I was looking at, as I was going to my study, if you want to go back over and look at uh, Luke 24, Luke 24 and uh, 24 and uh, 36 to 43, it speaks a little about also the resurrection of Jesus. But it really starts with uh, the road. It, it, it starts with the um, the resurrection. Uh, and, and according to the Bible, not upon the first day of the week, 
very end of the morning, they came to the temple because, as I say, what is according unto what you read. Now, if you look in 24, 36 to 43, we're talking about, and the Verse 13, when Jesus walking that road, down the road with the two men walking down the last road, and they talking about what Jesus had told the people that in three days he's going to rise again. And as they're talking about it, they don't realize, just like Mary Magdalene, they realize that was Jesus talking to her. They was walking, talking, discussing that Jesus walked by them and asked them now what they're talking about. And he says, they say, well, you haven't heard the story. You don't know what's taking place. Because it's such a long story that the resurrection of Jesus that talked about that he's going to rise and the third day is going to raise it up from the dead that it has taken place. So he's walking with them and listening to them and he's talking to them. But they didn't realize that it was Jesus until they invited Jesus into the house, their house because they were going in and Jesus was going to go further down the road, but they invited him in. And when they invited him in and when they got to watch and he's breaking up bread, they realized it was Jesus. They realized it was Jesus because how he broke bread by giving thanks. And when they looked up, Jesus had left and disappeared. But when they left and they went to go, uh, they went to tell the other disciples and the people that what had taken place and how Jesus appeared to them. They didn't believe them. I'm going to read from 36 to 43 and Luke 24. So at, at 36, as I gave you a little highlight on this, uh, as Jesus broke bread, then they realized that it was Jesus. But when they went to appear to tell the disciples, Jesus, and as they spake, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. But they were terrified in sight, and said that they a spirit. And he said unto them, why are ye troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your heart? Saying, why, you know, you're upset because I'm, I, I told you that I'm going I'm to rise after three days. I'm going to visit from death. And so he's saying, why are you troubled? And why do thoughts arise in your heart? And he tells them in verse 39, he tells them, because we say, and when you read it in red, that this is talking. This is Jesus talking to them. In red, it says in 39, hold my hand and my feet. It's like when they see Jesus, they grab the feet and worship him, they say. But right here, they say, he tells them, he hold my hand like saying, touch my hand. And my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and speak, for spirit hath not flesh and bone as you see me have. So in verse 39, he's saying, This is me, for spirit 
doesn't have flesh and bone as you see me have. So he said, this is me. I'm standing here. And I'm not a spirit. I'm real. I'm standing here, right here. And, and it says, and when he had thus spoken, he showed them his hands and his And while they yet believed not for joy and wonder, he said it to them, have you any meat? He asked them, like, you have anything to eat? And they gave him a piece of a boiled fish and of a honeycomb. And it says, and he took it and did eat before that. And he said unto them, these are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which is written in the laws of Moses and the prophet and the Psalms concerning me. So he was telling them while I was with you, I've been telling you all along what was going to take place. So you have to realize, I'm just saying that, you need to get a better understanding of the writing of the gospel and the words in the in the Bible. Just want to say not taking away from getting ready to celebrate resurrection of some people call it Easter, but Easter is a pagan, has nothing to do with resurrection. What mm-hmm. what does a bunny have to do when you say Jesus has risen from the grave? Which I I say that we have to get a better understanding because we say with Joseph or Admira had bought a grave, a cave, a brand new cave. He went and asked that he have the body of Jesus. And he bought a brand new cave. Nobody had never been in a cave. And he went and laid Jesus' body in that cave. How can we say that in three days Jesus rose from the grave? That's what was, I'm just saying. We have to be careful with our words because we throw people in confusion, and then, then they don't understand. So they say line by line, precept, precept, here a little, there a little. Yes, you can take a little scripture from here and a little scripture, but what you're reading, you ask that God give you revelation knowledge on really what you're reading. Because the truth in the New Testament was little caves, a hole dig into stone cliffs. So that's where Jesus was there, laid in. In a cave, he was not laid in the grave because we as the day in the grave, so if I, we put our loved one, once we put our loved one in the grave, you need a machine and everything else to dig it back up but, and, and take it out of the coffin. Back in them days, they didn't put loved ones in the coffin. They wrapped them in linen cloth with spices. That's why they were coming through the tomb to, to spice the body and, and lay the body in linen cloth and one that fuck that hot that's how they embalmed the people back then. And today we know there's no way that you just say you can rise up three days out of a, a grave. So uh I just say just giving it more hindsight and let let you know that see back in the earlier manuscript things was omitted or added to. Which they say when they say the early manuscript that meaning other ancient write, witness a writing that 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 um, maybe our Bible doesn't have because we're reading versions, or uh, maybe that was added later on. 
for instance, in um in Luke seventeen, the verse thirty six was added later. In Mark sixteen nine to twenty, that also was added later. In John seven fifty three and eight and eleven, that was added, added later, because the earlier manuscript written how it was written it was written from ancient witness of what they witnessed. But later on, as we are reading versions, things was added or omitted. So that's why I, I'm just saying to you that we need to have a better understanding of what's really taking place as we read the uh, uh, the word, we say the word of God. You know, the Bible was uh, uh, um, by, by God, but we really let us realize it still was written by man because in John 20 and 30, it tells you a little bit of say, the, the purpose of the Bible. If you look at John 20 and 30, it tells you the purpose that you might believe what has been written. That's why John has said that. That's why the purpose of the Bible is for that you believe what was written. So um, we have to get a, a better understanding of the word of, of God. It said in many other, John 20, 20 and 30, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of disciples which are not written in this book. So it's telling us, as I keep saying, this book was canonized. Everything that has taken place is not written in the book. That's why I say there's other books out there to get a better understanding of, of, of really what happened. There are other books. It said, which are not, and many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of disciples, which are not written in this book, the King James Version. Because you say, you say uh, King James was a, a king. He had 40 men, uh, really 46, to write. This Bible, which was other Bibles out, the Bishop Geneva, he had the other Bibles that was out also. But since he was king, he wanted to have more control over the masses of the people. So he had his Bible starting to be written, I think it's 1598, but it was not accepted until 1611 because they were scared of King James. Why? Because he was very ruthless. He had his mama killed. He had family killed. He had people killed. When it came to this Bible, because it's controlled that he had. So we are uh, reading King James Version. If you want to know other things and other miracles besides that Jesus done, Pastor did other books. But they just decided also in the Nicene Creed, and they canonized the Bible. They decided what they was going to put in. And we're going to put out, and as I said last week, that's dealing with Constantine and Paul, which we forget he was Saul first. Once they came together and decided what they wanted to put in the book, in the Bible, they decided with the others in the council what was going to be in the Bible and what was going to be taken out of the Bible. So as they passed, because Constantine wanted to be also in, as you say, in on the scene. Even though he was the uh, emperor, but um, 
I'm just giving you some highlights. I'm not trying to take anything away. I just give, trying to give you a little highlights of certain things. Just like if you look at when uh, we talk about these, you know, in the time of Jesus being betrayed and what he's going through, which he had told his disciples what was going to happen when he told Peter that you were in time, told Judas to go and do what you have to do because he knew he knew what he was going to do. He knew he was going to be betrayed when they were sitting around at the Last Supper. He told them, go do what you have to do. Jesus knew what Judas was going to do. So Judas, he says, he has to, he betrayed Jesus, but really Judas got betrayed. He thought, I'm, nobody really say in, the, in this Bible the whole full story. Why would Judas betray Jesus? But we know he was digging his hand in the field, taking the money because he was in charge of the money. So, and he went and betrayed Jesus because he was going to get more money, 30 pieces of silver. Now, if you look at Matthew 27 and 5, it says Jesus hung, I mean, Judas hung himself. But if you look at Acts 1 and 18, it says Judas threw himself off the cliff. That's why I'm just saying to Whomever's on the line, get a better understanding. Read the word with understanding and wisdom. You have to look at, as I say, the culture, the custom, the time, who was the audience at the time, who was they talking to, and why was they trying to uh, uh, write and, and, and say what they were saying. So anybody have any questions, anything, I thank you for listening to me. Anybody have anything to ask or say? Uh, praise God, Texas. Praise God, South New Jersey. New Jersey, you have anything to say? South New Jersey. How about you, Texas? Good day. Praise you. Praise him. God bless each and every one of you. Do you have any questions? No, it's just like I'm just getting off of work, making it in. It's been a long journey. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. I will do the replay as usual. Yeah, but see, well, that's what it is. We have to study. And if See, King James have 66 books and there's 360 books. So we have 234 books. See, that's why I see other books you have to get to get all of the knowledge. And, you you know, but people don't want to believe that because it's so... Well, go and see, it, they take a gold to bring them out because they bond it with blindness with, with the, the leaders so long, over 400 years, they take a God to straighten them out. And all we're trying to do is put you on the right path and search and then start asking God to give you the knowledge and, 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 and open up your mind and your heart to his really word. But this ain't that hard to do. It's not hard to do because if you ask him, he will sure give it to you. You ask him every day, when you get sick, that the first name you call on, Jesus. 
If you feel bad, Jesus. So why is it so hard to, to, to read his word and get the understanding of it? And stop following up crazy talk. That's why I call it crazy talk. It's not hard. All you have to do is search and let him lead you into the truth and knowledge of him. And that's the only way you're going to make it. With a whole lot of people getting up yelling, you can't do that. Like I said before, he had 12 disciples. But one was a preacher, that was Matthew. All the rest of them, line by line, chapter by chapter, precept by precept. You got to go from one book to another and get your 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 your, your, your understanding of the Bible. You're not going to get it in one book. You got to go from one book to the other, and then it open up your mind more. Stop being narrow minded. Open it up. But when you be narrow minded, you're missing the mark. That's the only thing you're going to get the, the revelation from it. And it's not hard to do. And we have numbers you can call. Anybody on the line want to call? If you've got a problem with the Bible, you can call me, Pastor Valentine. And we will, we will discuss the Bible with you day or night. We will discuss it with you and take going books and stuff and let you read and stuff. That's what it's all about. Teach one another. It's the only right path of it. But they don't, you know, most ministers don't have time. If you call them after 8 o'clock, they ain't answering their phone. No, my phone's still on 24-7. 24-7. I talked with people so much last night on the phone, I thought I would have never, never got off the phone. All night long, talking and praying with people all over the world. But I don't know why the pastor don't do it. That's your job. That is your job. But they won't do it. So we have to get back in tune with our Heavenly Father. That pastor said, we have to get back in tune with him. We way out of tune. Get back and let him let him lead you in the truth and knowledge of him. And, you know, if you do that, you, you got to place the error. That, that's all you have to do. And he will teach you and guard you. Anyone can do it if they put their mind to do it. So we, we just have to pray harder and, and ask God to, to bless. I sure be praying all the time. I'd be riding along talking instead of praying the peace. You have to be able that way. You have to train yourself to do it. I'm going to be talking with you instead of praying inside for, for, for you and pray for different people. But you would never know it because I don't have to pray it out loud. So we have to get back to God. And we start doing that, then we'll get the true knowledge and be glad to help one another. Not, not to harm one another. Pastor did a great job tonight. Very great job. Well, I was up all, 
exactly. Sorry about that. I'm not trying to take away from anything. And I know, as I said earlier, I know this is resurrection Sunday. I just want you to get a better understanding. To realize that we're in religion. And as Elder Sutter is saying, that we need to get back to God. Because the Bible is fulfilling itself through prophecy. That in the last days of great falling away, why? Because of religion, and we don't have the knowledge and understanding of the true word of God. We have a lot of different, um, we have plagiarism, and many things are going on. Because if you had an earlier manuscript and they added on, we know what really what is what, who is who. But one thing we do know, we know there is a God. We know that God that is keeping us, sustaining us, pray for us, provide for us, you know. So we know that. But just saying, get a better understanding of the word of God, not to take anything from anyone. Have your belief to believe, you want to believe what you believe, but just have your mind open to receive because this word, this Bible is fulfilling itself. And by Jesus being sent to from the people, his people, to turn back to God and not all the doctrines and the teachings of man because religion is man-made and that's why we in the situation we're in because it's man-made. If you look every so often, it's something coming up about the Bible, something coming up different. They just had something on Tuesday on PSB 13 about, oh, we just found something new. We just found out the real reason why Jesus was crucified. Now, as I tell people every so often, when you date in the British Museum, they have the earlier manuscript, and they bring out so often now this time, resurrection time, with some more information saying they just found. Now they're coming out where the reason why they crucified Jesus is because of power. He started a revolt. He got tired of trying to wake his people up from the tax that they were paying. It was getting higher and higher. This person wanted to be the, on the throne. And because Jesus decided to one of them such a great followers, they were scared of him. So they had him crucified. But they found another person that was involved with the crucifixion, but their name is not mentioned in the Bible. So all I'm trying to say it's not take away from anything. You just become more knowledgeable of what really has taken place and really what's going on. That's all I'm trying to say. nothing you have learned this time is going on for millions and millions of years and just getting worse and worse. And I know I read in the Bible say a revolution war in these streets, and it's going and started already. But this crazy president you have, everybody going crazy. So we just know that tonight is coming in and want to settle down. If no one has any questions or anything, or anything, we're gonna close out. I just thank God for each and every one that came on. God bless you and God keep you in this.
hands before the storm was up and around you, healing you from all harm, hurt, and danger in your provider that day. So I just thank God for each and every one of you. Um, anyone need prayer on the line? Not, uh, we're going to close out. I will close out with prayer. Father God, we thank you. We give your name of praise, Father God. We thank you for this good day you made and you are able to rejoice in it, Father God. Help us once again, Father God. Help us with the activity of our lands and in our right mind and the blood still running warm in our veins. Help us and you sheltered us from last night to another day. Father God, we just thank you, bless your holy name, because you are really worth praise. You are mighty God and awesome God that we praise you today, Father God. Father God, give us wisdom, knowledge, and a better understanding of who you are, Father God. And we thank you for your words, Father God. So, Father God, as you open up our minds, Father God, with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, that we get a better understanding of you, Father God. That we just thank you right now, Father God. We thank you for each and everyone on the line, Father God, whatever they stand in need of, Father God, you are a provider. And you hold the job of providing for them, Father God. Provide for this family, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, and we say amen to you again. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. God bless. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. God bless. God bless. God bless.